And it's Thursday again. <laughs> what is up, Benjamin? How's it going? Good. Uh, for a couple of minutes, I thought the world would end today in Berlin because it was yeah. cats and dogs. But now the sun's shining. Yeah, yeah strange, strange day. It was, it was absolutely pouring down. But it's nice to at least have some sun at the end of it. Yes, exactly. And you seem to have settled down. It's the same background, same apartment. I know. Happened yeah, to the journeyman. What a shock. Uh, today I bought, um, or rather it was delivered to me, I bought it a couple of days ago, but an iron for clothes. That is that is getting serious there, my so friend. Domestic, domesticated purchase. <laughs> These are things that need. You should iron your shirts. I mean, well, this is a t-shirt. Yeah, I have this. Otherwise, steam. I have this. Ah, that steamer. Steamer, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we used to use that a lot in theater. It's it's good for like quick, but I feel like when you, that shirt needs, yeah. I know, I know. I'm 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 constantly checking on Amazon if there's finally some some tool, some device that really <laughs> does that for you. But all the ones there, they don't look so great, and reviews are not so good. But yeah, there must be something. Sports tech, I would be in ironing tech or household it's, tech or whatever. It's, it's some Sunday therapy, two hours every Sunday. Is good. But this is not why we are here. Why are we here? We're here so, to talk about sports tech news. Exactly. Top five, like every Thursday. Today's Thursday. So we're going to do the top five. Yep. All it's right. you, Tommy, right? Yeah, I'm going to kick this one off. Go for um, it. With some um, a nice bit of news, actually. Well, it's not super new, but it's good to see this being adopted by the professional teams. Uh, the New Jersey Devils uh, ice hockey. That was my hockey hockey puck flick. Um, but no, they've signed up uh, with this team. Uh, sorry, with this company called Sensory to produce what this guy is doing, um, which is VR based training for their athletes, these skills, he's wearing the t-shirt as well, doing good job with the advertising. Um, yeah, so they just uh, signed an agreement for their athletes. Uh, not not too much to the story. The company looks all right. They interestingly clearly use the same guy and same image, just in a different t-shirt on their website. Um, but this is an interesting trend. We saw a lot of this. We've seen other startups in this segment. Uh, companies like Rezil are, are more popular, which does VR training for football. Um, the use case is interesting, especially during COVID times. Yeah, you can see the videos getting uh, set up with um, with whatever equipment that they or training that they have to do during COVID times. I see the use case completely. Of course, it's not easy to uh, uh, to find training facilities or to have to be able to train with somebody else. So skills, things like this can help improve skills. Uh, ben, would you use VR training for your skills? Maybe for ironing skills. <laughs> Yeah, please, please come up with an ironing <laughs> tool. Uh, of course I would. I mean, we, we've been to Munich um, a couple of days ago. We've tested the VR solution, which was um, both unusual, but also interesting. So I'm, I'm super open for that. And as we always say, it's a really good use case when somebody is injured um, and, and cannot move and cannot go on the pitch and, and use it then to, to improve skills. So um, yeah, I mean, the big question, as always, is um, are people really adapting to it? Are they really going to use it? Is it going to be a standard thing to do, or is it still too strange? Um, or is it, again, a generational thing? Um, maybe the younger generation is like, of, of course I'm going to use it. I'm 
going to use it every day instead of going to the training, something like this. I don't know. Um, I, I think there's definitely something there. Um, professional team, teams are using it. So yeah, wh why not? Yeah, I mean, that's a yay for me. Cool. Um, then I am going to talk about uh, a different kind of device. Uh, we are talking about smart rowing devices, actually. And uh, this is perfect, actually perfectly fitting to the, the tools or the devices that we talked about in the previous episodes. Maybe you remember we talked about some alternatives to, to Peloton, which was a tempo and tonal. Last week, we talked about devices that gamify things a bit more, uh, especially Play Pulse launching there, the new device. And today we're talking about smart rowers. And um, why are we talking about them today? Because they have seen investment rounds. Uh, for example, in this one, um, the smart rowing machine Lit um, got investment from, from Jay-Z. He seems to be very active in that space. The interesting thing, though, is, I mean, it looks like a rower, um, obviously. But as you can already see, that lady and also the guy, they use it for other things as well. So like I said, it looks like your standard rower, but you can also do a bunch of other things. So if you click on classes, and this also gives you a hint to what it actually does. So you can join some classes to, to be fit. So it looks very much like the Peloton principle. And you can do more than just rowing. You can do strengths, you can do cardio, you can do um, something for uh, for mindfulness and recovery. So they're using that one tool, which looks like Aurora, for a bunch of other stuff. So basically, another very Peloton-like uh, device uh, coming from, from a different angle. And of course, it is all about entertainment and, and motivation, as you can see. Um, if we click on the shop, you can see that it's a bit cheaper than Peloton and the likes. Uh, it actually costs 1,750. Uh, Euro, and I would assume that you also have to pay for a subscription. The other um, tool that I wanted to show you is also very interesting because they received 30 million US dollar of funding, and that device is called Ergada, which is entirely designed to be a roar, as it seems. Looks very fancy. It, it's connected to, to some workouts, as you can see. Uh, let me try to find a better picture. Yeah, like this one. The interesting thing, though, is um, maybe I can uh, play the video here. Okay. <laughs> this is a bit too loud. I cannot turn off the uh, the sound here. Um, so it's all about the experience. And um, contrary to the lit device, this is not about classes. They say, hey, we throw you into uh, the community, and the community will basically take care of you. So you row against some other guys. You can also row against yourself if you set yourself some goals. So they really want to, as they say, lock you into that program and motivate you to, to continue to, to do your workouts. And um, if we click on uh, the shop here, we can see that it's as well cheaper than a Peloton, but a bit pricier than uh, the lid that we just seen. It's a bit more than 2,000 US dollar. Um, yeah, Ron, what's, what is your take on smart rowing machines yeah i mean i think when the when the peloton for x um kind of phrase was being banded about in the investment circles or in general rowing was probably the first one that was talked about i think uh Ricardo has been around for a while um i don't know if rowing for some reason always reminds me of um of kevin spacey and uh and house of cards because that's what he does in the president of yeah. america and, like he's sitting on that rowing device and he's going back and forth and i remember watching that 
because at, at that point I wasn't introduced to rowing as an exercise. It's like, huh? Would I do that? I don't know. If I recall Maybe correctly, I isn't, isn't it Claire Underwood then in the last episode, like being on the rowing machine or something, like as the big fan? Also, yeah, mm -hmm. as they as they transition out of spacey, uh, out of space into uh, into Claire. Um, yeah, I think so. I think yeah, that's a big bit of it. I don't know. I don't know if 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 the device was as interesting as this looks, I'd give it a shot. Whether it would be part of my fitness routine, who knows? Something has to beat running. I was running a bit surprised, though. I mean, last week we talked about the virtual Olympics where you can participate. Um, uh, everybody can participate. In yeah, rowing was one of them. Yeah. No, I think it wasn't. I think that, that's the point. Uh, I think they had rowing as as one of the, the exercises, but they did not list regatta as one of the um, official devices. Ah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Rowing was in the list, but not in Qatar. Maybe there was, I'm sure they would have had a conversation or somebody's tried, maybe this wasn't the company for them, for whatever reason. Quick, quick question, would you rather go for classes, you know, the Peloton style, like really fancy and pushing you, like the, the lit device, or would you rather go with, with Regatta where you have your, your community, you can row against others, you don't have an instructor, and, and it's just about you where you can also challenge yourself? That's a good question. I think the, uh, the competitive angle for me would probably be on that side like i like the idea of competing um so i like that community angle uh, piece but again first i'd have to row to, to know the difference but yeah probably the community i think it's more richer the experience is a bit bigger yeah talking about big experiences on to the next topic look at you benjamin with the segues why not that's it that's you nailed the tree um yeah okay so the nba has announced partnership with uh, microsoft azure um, to bring more insights to fans. This is it's this mega trend of um, of broadcasters using data as a key point of engagement. I think they use data on one side for the engagement part, but also because visually it looks cool. Here's something uh, on the on the Twitter feed. You'll see what happens, I think, with KD or it's Kyrie, I'm not sure of this clip. Um, but yeah, it's also this cool graphics and this cool animation, and they'll suddenly pop up a, uh, uh, a stat to make the broadcast more interesting. So I think that's also one of the reasons that suddenly you're seeing so much more analytics uh, on the broadcast. But here, there you go. Microsoft Azure is going to work with NBA and provide all sorts of interesting data points. One is face-up shooting efficiency. So like really breaking down specific points on the floor in specific scenarios and throwing data at you uh, at the um, at the at the viewer, so this one is called expected sh short value. So whether you're down on the low block or on the high block or um, in either corner, what are your conversion rates? That's one thing that they'll talk to you about. Um, this one I actually like, like who um, who gets double teamed the most and what conversion rates happens with uh, with double teams. And again, you can see the graphic; like it just it looks perhaps more interesting. Um, for the viewer, how many times you double team per game, and then they released a, a chart. I think it's on this page about who's double teamed the most, uh, who sprints the most, passing leaders, a whole bunch of more uh, shooting efficiency for, uh, by type, a whole bunch of stuff. So it's just more and more data points that I think they're trying to get, um, yeah, to make the viewing experience more engaging. Ben, yeah or nay? Yeah, with my exceptional basketball skills, I would definitely be the guy who was double teamed the most, if not triple teamed, um, being being a threat, the threat that I am. Just, yeah. just you and Steph. Actually, it was Luka Doncic who was the most double teamed per possession. So you and Luka. And he still scores like crazy. Um, but yeah, 
Um, I mean, of course, it's interesting. I'd be interested. I mean, I, I really like basketball, uh, and these are cool stats. I like them, and I think and also a bunch of basketball fans out there would, would do the same. What I didn't understand um, exactly was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, but I didn't look into it uh, so deeply, they're using um, the data from second second spectrum or something, and then yeah. the second spectrum. So why why would the NBA not just go with second spectrum? Why do they also have to add uh, Microsoft Azure? To it, that I didn't because they have a existing. I think that they have a pre-existing partnership with Microsoft. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that you had Surface tablets, which were on the benches uh, a while ago. So I think it's like one of those you trying to use all the partners that you've already announced partnerships with. So who can do what? And Azure is the data platform that they're going to use. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming architecturally. Second spectrum or the data is relying uh, sitting on Microsoft uh, Azure servers, so the broadcaster is picking up from there. And Microsoft, most importantly, I think, is paying them enough money to put their name on the graphic. I think that's what it basically comes down to. Speaking um, about partnerships, yeah. on to the next topic. Yeah, last today. All right, um, we are talking about Clubhouse. Um, some of you might think Clubhouse is already um, not so hot anymore. Um, that is wrong, my friends. Um, they're just working intensely uh, under the radar, and they have um, closed a partnership with uh, the NFL. As you might now know, tomorrow is the NFL draft. I'm looking forward to it very much. It, it's an exciting one with all those good quarterbacks out there. And for that draft, similar to what we had a couple episodes ago when uh, the, the Lacrosse League um, aired their, um, their draft exclusively, I think, on, on Twitter spaces, um, the NFL partners with Clubhouse to also offer something there. So it will not be the only channel. Don't be worried about that. And they'll earn a lot of money with the with the actual um, uh, video stream. Uh, but Clubhouse is the audio partner for the NFL, which means that in the week leading to the draft, so this week they already offered a bunch of rooms you could join. Uh, and that would, for example, be discussing some mock drafts, um, discussing some players, just leading or paving the way to the draft that is happening tomorrow. And the interesting thing is that also during the draft, um, you can you can follow basically every single pick. Uh, it will be aired through Clubhouse as well. There's an official channel there, and there will be some discussions around that topic. Um, so also the NFL testing this drop-in audio-only content format. And um, yeah, I, th I, I want to join it if I can, can keep myself awake <laughs> at that late time of, of the day or during that night. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious how they're going to play it, what the, the, the users numbers, uh, user numbers are going to be. Um, but I was actually surprised to see that partnership happening. I don't know, Ron, what do you think? Because I mean, Clubhouse was like being a bit silent over the last couple of weeks. So why do you think um, the NFL went for Clubhouse and not Twitter spaces and why they're doing it at all? Um, good question. I mean, I can't speak for the NFL's decision making, but I not? still think that club. Sorry, not you cannot. I mean, not not in public. Let's let's say not in public. Um, but no, I think that uh, um, Clubhouse still has still has decent retention. I think the numbers are still okay. I know anecdotally, different people are dropping off the platform, but the macro numbers are strong. The latest valuation crossed four billion. They I think they added the most number of the app with the most number of subscribers. Um, that were added um, in year to date in 2021, things like that. I mean, so there are some strong growth drivers. There's, and this is before going to Android as well. The so Clubhouse is still, the use case is still there. 
Um, and I think there's just about each league realizing, hey, this is another media platform. To pick one, whichever one. Clubhouse is right here. They're, they're going with strong, good investors. Good investors. Um, so let's maybe but let's bet on them for now. But it's easy to switch. I mean, how it, I can't imagine it's difficult for the NFL to say, hey, we also want to be on Twitter spaces. We also want to be on, on XYZ platform. I agree. And uh, I mean, the, the the NFL is strong enough to probably push every platform. They're yeah. basically like, like a superhero amongst the leagues, right? That is true. And that is the question. Ben on fire today with the transitions. Killing it, my friend. Um, yeah, top story of the day. Um, I don't know. I find this story a, a bit strange. In fact, the funny thing is that of all the uh, the previous stories, uh, which I had a video playing, this is the one that I hoped would have a video playing. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't find one. But ESPN teams up with Marvel for an NBA telecast. You remember uh, we've talked a lot on the show about betting specific uh, broadcasts, right? Where the entire broadcast is based for a particular audience. We've spoken previously about uh, the Nickelodeon partnership with the NFL, where they had these end zones where you know slime zones and all sorts of graphics and stuff like that this is and clearly an, an attempt by all the leagues to reach new audiences whether it's betting audience or kids or whoever else now we're talking about marvel right and literally uh, there's there's no joke here espn is going to work with marvel to create 3d virtual characters custom graphics animation packages so all the same stuff if you've seen any of the nickelodeon stuff maybe actually i should have pulled up that video um but it, yeah so what's going to happen steph green steph curry Draymond green and uh andrew wiggins from the the warriors and uh zion williamson Brandon Ingram, and lonzo ball will be nominated as players who you as fans can assign different characters to so one of them can be iron man and one of them can be black panther and somebody else is the hulk and fans will vote to integrate which of these characters yeah i'm trying to yeah Three star players from each team for Marvel hero points and performance during the game. So fans will basically be able to interact and vote which player they want as who. So I guess you could have some version of Zion Williamson being the Hulk. That's obviously the easiest connection to make. Um, or or Steph Curry being I don't know Captain America or somebody like that. And these guys are doing battle um, on the NBA court and with all the all the graphics and all the. Uh, animation and stuff they're just trying to amp it up um it's yeah ben um i don't know is it too much are we are we overdoing this we really want to watch i mean again this is not for purist sports fans clearly it's not for us as an audience we don't want to watch that but uh steph is captain america maybe um i don't know maybe lebron is black panther he does that thing a lot um but I don't know would you like is this really do you think it's going to attract new fans yeah, definitely um yeah I, no doubt and you, you laid it out perfectly i mean these days it's all about entertainment attention tapping into audiences tapping into new audience younger audiences and it's worked for the nfl it'll work for the nba as well and yeah everything is blending these days it's uh everything is possible <laughs> and things yeah, are changing I Actually, I think you make a good point there. I think the NBA had to do something. They saw the, the success of the Nickelodeon NFL partnership. They had to do something. And from that perspective, Marvel's not a bad partnership because, I mean, there's so much you can do. The superhero arena, uh, you can actually make the player. So I, I understand the logic of the setup. 
Uh, also, I can imagine it being interesting for kids. I just, yeah. I think Nickelodeon was still funny and cartoonish for me. Marvel, but also. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Marvel is compatible both with, with kids and adults, I would say. Yeah, um, that's why. And um, that's actually a powerful move. So it's always like one league does something interesting, innovative. The other one sees it and like, okay, we're going to do something, but we got to Uber them. We get to do something even even cooler. And I mean, 3D virtual characters, um, specific, specifically with those guys, I mean, Steph Curry, Zion Williamson, like, like some some of the poster boys of the league, right? So um, yeah. why would it be successful? I'm I'm curious, um, and I'm also curious how they're gonna play it. Is it like um, like two two streams simultaneously? I guess right, or is it just the highlights? No, I think it's it's a full live stream, which will which it's a separate broadcast, which will have I think maybe on one of the additional channels or whatever. This will be a dedicated broadcast, same as betting, same as anything else. It'll be a dedicated broadcast, which will have all of this um, feature-rich superhero packaging. Yeah, and I mean it's it's NBA uh, or it's a Space Jam two time, so that that also fits a bit. I don't know. Yeah, but cool, cool stuff. I like I like it. Um, uh, when is it gonna happen? Did it, uh, sorry, did you say that? The third of oh, May, actually, oh, yeah. just a few days. Yeah. I should just read what, what's what's there. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm I'm super curious. Um, I I guarantee you, it, it's gonna be all over the inter internet. Yeah, so, for sure. That is for sure. Sweet. Um, then all right. we, what are we um, testing this this week? Yeah, exactly. We have been um, testing things again. Uh, we were uh, playing with balls. We had fun with balls. That's the name of the company who it always makes you laugh, right? <laughs> Even though we heard it hundreds of times. Um, so we went to Munich, uh, as you probably uh, know. Um, we have talked about it. Yeah. And we tested the multi-ball system. As you can see, uh, it's a um, it's a large, uh, it's not a screen, it's a wall. There's a projector, projector which you cannot see at the moment. And over this wall, there sits a, a sensor. And that sensor tracks what Ron and I are doing there. Somehow he managed to um, manipulate the machine so that he won the first uh, game. Of course, I won the, the second one and and some others. Um, yeah, you can see what it does, right? It um, it animates you to move uh, to work out. So it's game. It's a gamified fitness device, so to speak. And yeah, we had a really good time. It it just works. It's um, you're gonna see it in the review. You can go to our YouTube channel. It just works. We had fun. Uh, we, we were sweating, and it's it's a very mature product. Um, and there are a couple places all over the over the world where you can test it. They're also working on a at home version, which we're gonna present to you next week, which is also very exciting. And yeah, I mean they're currently at a tennis event where some pro players are testing this. So. Uh, yeah, also for for pros, this is actually actually fun, and uh, I think especially in, in squash, they're re really good with this system. Ron, so how did you um, manage to tell that machine to let you win? Um, just I have I have special communication skills, um, same as you with uh, the camera and like the number of takes you take to to find one one shot of you winning. Uh, but no, I think I think overall, uh, Thunderbolt is a really cool, great team. Um, the tech is super interesting. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I can't wait to to see it around more. Yeah, be, yeah. I can totally imagine this being like a beer garden game thing. Like this is set up in one place. You have a couple of beers. You have a bit of fun. Yeah. You should uh, should check out their social channels. If you see if you if you throw a bunch of balls there and that that kids play, they go nuts. You, they they will spend hours with this device. Um, so also for parents, are really good good things too. Thing to test. Yeah, for us, for us as well. Like, I mean, we just got there, and I, I found myself like, just I want to try this. I want to try that. It's very, 
it's very modish, very different. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, last topic for today. Go for it. Yeah, this is our plus one for the day. And it's a happy little story of robots. We spoke about superheroes, but now we'll talk about something which is slightly less spectacular. Um, yeah, the Houston Rockets apparently have launched that you will have a robot delivering your food to you inside the stadium. That's what it looks like. Um, get your cold beers without having to get up off, off your seat. It's, uh, I can't help but laugh. I mean, the design of the robot, I guess it's optimized to carry the most amount of things, which is fair as it should be. The name is Bear Robotics. I don't know, Ben. Like, this is, the story is just, it's cool, cool to see. I'm happy that uh, there is more and more stuff happening for fans, but I, I, I feel like I wanted more from this robot. I feel like it, it should have, I don't know if it talks. Does it say something to you? I mean, if it would iron my shirts, I would be interested. But <laughs> besides yeah. that, I think they just want to show off. Uh, it would be cool if, if James Harden would still be there and would have a beard or something. Um, but that is a different story. Um, That's true. No, I mean, I mean, they're exploring, they're testing. Um, why do they do this? To, to the, is it supposed to replace your waiters and you want to save some money? I just want to show off that you do something cool. We want to get, get into the press. I don't know. I mean, also in times of COVID, maybe maybe it's a thing. Um, I I just have sympathies for these kind of things because they're so cool. <laughs> That's my take. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think we're really reaching with the COVID angle and all that. But exactly, like it, it's cool new tech. It's good to see. I mean, you've seen robots in different forms. You've been hearing about food being delivered to your seat by using drones for like forever. It seems. And maybe the first step is this bear. Maybe it yeah. can uh, clean the, the floors. Maybe it's a vacuum cleaner as well. Yeah, a lot of things you can stuff in there. Why not? All right, that's us done. Done for today? Yeah. Wonderful. Like um, and as always, don't forget to check out niftysports.co if you are into NFTs. This week we didn't talk about NFTs, even though the Golden State Warriors have launched an, NF launched an NFT collection. A uh, little, little plug there. Um, yep, that's that's it, I guess, right? Yeah, uh, just a quick shout out to um, our team in India and everybody else in India. I don't know if people are watching us in India. The situation is really bad. Hope everybody is safe and uh, we're just praying the entire sports team and everyone in general. Hope you guys pull through well. I agree. Have a good week, everyone. Enjoy the NF, uh, NFL draft tomorrow. Ciao. Cheers.